Welcome to the best friends. <laughs> yep, I'm ready. <laughs> Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. It's so great to talk to you, little Rafi. It's always delightful talking with you, Lisa. <laughs> Except for when I call you little Rafiki, which I'm not going to do. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, tonight we will talk about the Monday episode, James Gunn replay from March 25th, 2012, and the Thursday episode, Allison's Million Dollar Idea, Virtue Signaling, Fan Phone Call. But first, let's welcome our special guest, shall we? Let's do it. All right. Don't get her confused with uh, Four Bagger Kelly. It's Lauren Kelly. Welcome, Lauren. <laughs> Hi. Uh, I don't know if you heard last week, but I... <laughs> I, I sure did. Okay. <laughs> it's funny because going back in editing, and I heard... Because I kept saying, oh, I'm almost going to say it, and I didn't. Then, then I thought... Okay, I'm just going to say I'm almost going to call you Lauren. <laughs> and then she said, oh, you actually did it earlier. I'm like, Shut <laughs> So then when I heard it, I thought, should I change it? Nope, I'm just going to leave it right in there. See if anybody, uh, yeah, a little, little <laughs> chuckle at that one. Um, also, let's welcome Toby. Welcome, Toby. Hey. How are you doing? I'm pretty well. How are you? Pretty good. It's um, a little sweltering here, but it's cooling down. So I should be happy. Oh, we're back to the snow here. That's all we have. That's all we have. <laughs> we usually have, we can grow things year round. Now it's like, it's death. Yeah. <laughs> it's, hot. it's hot. Everything's dead. Um, let's catch up a little bit. Little Rafi, do you have anything that you want to share? Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, Lauren? Um, nope. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. Nothing's <laughs> jumping out at me now. Nothing new in your life. No. Toby, are you pregnant? Oh yeah. <laughs> Anything new in your life to share? Uh, no, not particularly. I don't think not since last time we talked. Anyway. Okay. Well, I guess that's good. That's probably much better that everyone's just like, yeah, everything's just business as usual. What I just about, thought of something. Oh, what about you, Lisa? How how are things? What's new? Um, hmm. Well, now that everyone's not shared, I feel like, oh, everything's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had a really crappy week, but it's getting better. Aww. And it's just been really crazy. I know, Lauren, your mom, I don't know. Uh, did your kids start school yet? No, they start Monday. Okay, so there's so much that you have to do to get prepared for this. So first of all, this past weekend, I went to a funeral. Then on Sunday, it was just uh, a lot of things I had to do that were out of the normal. And then just getting all the stuff ready for the first day of school and then mm -hmm. realizing I didn't have my daughter um, vaccinated, the one that for when you're 12. Oh. I thought that I did it last year with my son. I thought they just did it together. So, oh, she's not going to be allowed in school. She doesn't get this. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, no. So, Way to go, Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm part of the problem. No, but I, so I, I was able to get 
there was like one appointment left, got it the day before school starts. And then I get there and there's something wrong with my insurance. So my daughter is all nervous to get a shot and I'm in the waiting room crying. Oh no. <laughs> and I don't cry. And I think it's just when you have so many other things bubbling underneath the surface mm-hmm. and then this thing just like scratched it. And I was just like, I'm blubbering in the waiting room and everyone's just staring at me. I'm just like, okay, I'll just pay cash. I just need to get out of here. I'm just, you know, anyway, oh, I'm so sorry. That's that terrible. <laughs> it's been interesting. But yesterday, I just remembered I do have another small update. Um, the alien slash pirate from outer space that I see chugging half and half at Trader <gasps> Joe's. Uh, I saw him again yesterday, but I saw him downtown in Orange. Uh, we had just gone around to some antique stores. And um, after the kids got out of school early, we just kind of wandered around. Came around the corner and he's standing there wearing a puffy shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, it's him. And then I was, like, going to try and take a secret picture. And then I hear someone call my name from behind me. So I'm like, oh. So I turn around. And it's Joanna, a friend of the show. So she was out to lunch with her kids. And so we were just, like, chatting. And then I was like, you see that guy over there? So I kind of gave her the lowdown. She's like, yeah, that guy's always here. I said, yeah. My husband asked me if it was that guy. And I wasn't sure. And then he saw the picture. He's like, oh, yeah, that's the guy. He's like, (laughs) he's always down there. And he wears, like, a woman's G-string. I'm like, what? So anyway, I did take a picture. I will post that later, but it's pretty fuzzy. I had to do a real quick whatever. Anyway, shout out to Joanna. She might join us in the shed um, when I, it cools down maybe a little bit. Cool. Yeah. And what what about uh, your neighbor, Pickle Rick? <laughs> it's funny because he is pickled, but he also makes homemade pickles. So we started calling them Rickles because they were like the best <laughs> But now every time he comes over, we're just like, I haven't seen him. I think he's just embarrassed. He should be. Yeah. He's the one that said that to Larry's girlfriend. Yes. Oh. So he's been kind of like hiding out. I think he went to a wedding in Vegas last weekend and then he's been home. So I haven't seen his bald head popping up around anywhere. Just keeping to himself for once, I guess. Mm. Yeah. No updates there. And that's a good thing. Yeah. But we do share a wall. So when I go out to water and our walls are like four feet. So it's like, ugh, please don't be outside. Oh, anyway, enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Monday. Okay. Uh, James Gunn. Are you skipping a segment? Shit. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> I blabbed on so long about myself. I forgot about shout outs. Oh my God. Coffee, <laughs> thank God you're here. All right. Let's do a round of shout outs. Little Rafi, do you have any? Sure do. Shout out to Megan. Um, God knows when she'll hear this. Shout out to alcohol. The only thing keeping me going through these rough times. Wait, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) And shout out to you, Lisa. Like I said before we recorded, you're a saint for everything you do. Aw, you're sweet. Thank you. Now I'm, I looked down, I wrote, I wanted to give a shout out to Kelly. So I was just supposed to say, and Kelly. <laughs> All right, Please Lauren. call me Kelly the whole episode. <laughs> I guess now it's fair, right? Okay. Lauren, do you have any shout outs? Um, I do. Uh, you, Lisa, uh, Rafi and Toby. Um, and also Megan, Whitney, Bex and Kelly. Um, and I really enjoyed her on the last episode and also Georgie. 
Aww. <laughs> <laughs> he was in here. Where'd he go? Yeah, I guess he's outside. <laughs> Georgie, you got a shout out. I'll let you listen <laughs> later. Uh, Toby, do you have any shout outs? Uh, yeah, shout out to all of you uh, and Lauren, who I talk to on the internet every day, but uh, <laughs> not uh, not by voice all that often, <laughs> if at all. Uh, and uh, shout out to my fellow Canadians and always to Whitney also. Aww. Uh, my shout outs are to Dan Bublitz, who joined us last week. I really liked having an experiment on the show and uh, I hope he had fun. I had fun chatting with him. Also, Kelly, um, I liked, like you said, Lauren, I love it when she's on the show. She's always fun. And have you guys recorded together yet? No. Well, that would probably make my brain implode, but I think, (laughs) (laughs) I think that that you guys, we need to set that up. So uh, I'll get, I'll get right on that. (laughs) Um, Also, of course, a shout out to Brittany who I will be seeing Saturday night. So I'm going to go hang out with her and go to LA and go to some reggae band. And um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited to see her. It's pretty fucking awesome. Also shout out to super fan Megan. Love you. All right. Now let's talk about Monday. So James Gunn. (laughs) 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 Um, It's funny because the first thing I saw was, and I think, Kelly talked about this last week about seeing messages on the Facebook page regarding whatever episode Allison is playing. So as soon as I saw Leanne's post, I thought, Oh great. First of all, I don't even know who James Gunn is. And I was like, (laughs) okay, I guess I'm gonna have to look into this. And I kind of read everybody's kind of comments. And so I thought if Allison's playing him, playing the show again and she likes him, I feel like it's not that it's probably not the big of a deal. And the way people were kind of saying, like, yeah, imagine if you got fired for something you said 10 years ago and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to look into this. And I started reading some of the comments. I'm really, really surprised that Allison doesn't find anything wrong with (laughs) what he said. Um, I agree. Getting fired for something you did 10 years ago. If I was making multi-million dollars through a company called Disney, I'd probably expect that. Um, Because they don't want anything negative back going back towards them so but do you guys know like the things that he said no yes um i read the oh i read when it happened i read about it okay yeah i had to go back and like oh that's who this person is okay and he said these things and he was talking about um being like rape really sucks until it's over and then you can be like yay i'm not being raped and then uh something about he loves making little boys touch his silly parts or something. Hold on a second. Georgie! Georgie! Georgie, you got a shout out. Come in here. George! Hey! What? (laughs) I hope that all stays in. (laughs) Uh, If anybody wants to know exactly the moment that Lisa went crazy, here's the part. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, going back and reading these things that he wrote, um, they're off color and not funny, but it's just, it's like saying, well, if you talk to, I know I'm going to make an extreme comparison, but like if you talk to Hitler, so, so what he did some bad stuff back in the day, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think the core of somebody has really changed. So it's kind of strange that Allison with her politics and the way she sees a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of surprised that she is like, not really 
bothered by it. I would have to disagree with you, Lisa. Um, oh, good. Relating Hitler to this is a <laughs> bit extreme. Well, I have to use extreme so you understand my point. But yes, I know what you mean. I know. Or like, uh, how about Manson? I mean, he didn't technically kill anybody. So like, he's cool. Right. But was he like really directing anyone to commit pedophilia? No, as far as I know. No, I'm not saying it that it's that bad. I'm just saying... It, just because because somebody does something 10 years ago doesn't mean that they wouldn't do it now. They're just not doing right. it for whatever reason. They still think that those things are funny to say. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could replay some of the things that I've said. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe, you know, if I get a contract with Disney or somewhere, it might come back to haunt me. But, Trice, uh, do you want I was to just going to say Trice <laughs> might have everything on a list. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm interested to hear what uh, Lauren and Toby think, but I feel yeah. like... Your sense of humor can change, and if at one time you made these terrible jokes, uh, I mean, that's one thing, but it's not like he was actually really causing anyone harm. And I feel like Disney should have done their due diligence before hiring him. I mean, that I, I would assume that's like part of hiring anyone in Hollywood. Like, I mean, you don't Anywhere. get into business yeah. with like Woody Allen thinking... <laughs> You know, <laughs> you just stop there. You just go <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Woody, I'm like, excuse me. Exactly. But um, yeah, so I feel like his firing is somewhat unjust. The jokes aren't funny to me, um, and I, I did not expect him to get his job back. Even though one of his, uh, the stars of the movie, and actually all of them, but one of them said they can take him out of the movie if they don't take james gunn back so um but yeah i don't know what do you guys think uh one of the things i find with james gunn is that like he's one of those people i hear talked about on other podcasts and stuff and he's sort of like a nerd hero but then i look at his credits and i'm like okay that movie wasn't good i don't know about that movie like there's a whole bunch of stuff and i don't really care about him specifically uh so sometimes it, to some people, I think he was too big to be torn down by something so simple. But like, to me, I don't, I don't think the tweets were funny. I think that your sense of humor can change and stuff. But I mean, in today's society, people are getting fired for all kinds of stuff. And I don't know how exactly I feel about that. But I also don't care about him particularly. So it doesn't affect me also when we get into talking about the episode there were yes. some things about that <laughs> welcome that. to the show james gunn oh i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> uh, lauren what, what are your thoughts um i i didn't do any research about what um he said or you know what what he got fired for so i'm just hearing it from you and mm. you know not cool <laughs> Um, I'm not cool with those sort of jokes, but, um, I don't know. I can't really say anything about, I, I only know him as, uh, Jenna Fisher's ex-husband and the mm. brother of the guy from, uh, Gilmore Girls. <laughs> so I don't really know anything by him, you know, himself. So I don't, I don't really care. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I don't. Or not I, that I don't care, but you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just, I, I don't. I don't 
I think I feel somewhere like Rafi, what you were saying. I don't really think he should have been fired from something that was his own thing, but I don't, I, and I do think that they're bad jokes. I don't find like he's doing, not doing anything wrong. I'm just really surprised that Allison, cause she's doesn't really yeah. take these kinds yeah. of stands. And I think that was what shocked me a little bit. Yeah. So I'm assuming that no one here other than me has seen James Gunn's movie called Super. Uh, I've seen Super no. Lame. That's with that? Rain, Rain Wilson, right? Right. And if I remember yeah. correctly, aren't there like three rapes in that movie, including one where Ellen Page rapes Rain Wilson? I, yes, that is correct. Oh, I didn't see that. So, no, I mean, yeah. I feel like... It's pretty obvious the kind of stuff James is into talking about or joking about or whatever. And so I really do feel like this is, it's pretty fucked up how it happened, his firing. But then again, you could say the same thing about Hannibal Burris and Bill Cosby. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how to yeah. feel. I don't know if it's right or not. <laughs> you but... just don't know how to feel, period. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um... That too. <laughs> I'm there with you. Oh, except if I'm trying to pay a bill, apparently, in the doctor's office. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then I feel. Um, yeah, I was just kind of... So that I went into before even listening to it. I read Leanne's thing. I kind of agree more with Leanne, what what she said. But I don't... Yeah, I don't... I'm kind of on the fence if he should have gotten fired or not. I don't really know. I don't... The way it all happened, I think, sounds like crappy. So I already was kind of going into this like, okay, who is this guy? And then doing it investigating i'm like oh that's a little bit more than just a bad joke it's like a little yeah. bit but but then on to actually hearing the show so obviously i've heard it before because i've heard all of her all of her shows but i mean this is so long ago there's no way I, i'm gonna remember obviously um but it was weird she did a little uh intro just talking about how different the show sounds and all that. And I thought, Oh, this is going to be interesting because I haven't gone back. I know you, Rafi go back, you go back and listen to old shows, but I don't know how far you go back, but hearing the different format and the different sort of way the show was, it totally, I forgot that that's how it was. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've gone back to the beginning and like started again from the beginning, just so I can remember what they were like. So I don't, I'm curious to see how you guys felt about it, but I, I'm used to the different styles of formats, like the fan phone calls and the questions and, and the different interview style. So it wasn't that odd to me. I didn't really hear much of a difference, but I don't know what you guys thought. I think I now miss, you know, the fan phone call, obviously, but also the emails. I know she brought the, the advice segment into it at a certain point, but. I liked the email part and I forgot, I had forgotten about all of that. Um, Lauren, what do you think? Um, I don't know. It was, it, it sounded a lot different and I really enjoyed, um, like the, the theme song at the end, hearing the, the full, the full song again. Um, and like, yeah, her voice sounded different. Um, I don't know. It was, it was just, it was cool. It was cool. It, it was kind of cool that he mentioned, uh, James mentioned at the beginning, about her regarding her theme song about how in the seventies theme songs became number one hits. And I, that's not something I really ever thought about or maybe ever registered. And I, I guess that's something. And I thought that would be really <laughs> weird if all of a sudden her, her show theme song was the number one hit. That'd be so weird to listen to a theme song for like pleasure as you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> um, although I did hear someone listening to the friends 
theme song once and it was like oh my god you were so <laughs> but that um, was like a whole song yeah I think. Yeah, that was like that right, whole like, album, but it was just funny that it happened to be that song, and it was down by the beach, and it was a guy by himself in a convertible, like <laughs> totally rocking out to that song. I'm like, oh, you're so lame. Oh, <laughs> uh, but he thought he was so. Was cool. it Matthew Perry? It may have been. <laughs> Could I be any more nerdy? <laughs> oh, God. Um, also, they were talking about ARIYMBFB number one on iTunes and all that, and I forgot about all of that. How that was such a that was such big talk <laughs> back then. And um, I don't know where she stands at this point. But uh, anyway, uh, Toby, what did you think about the hearing the old episode? Um, it sounded, I mean, I listened at one and a half times, so <laughs> it didn't sound exactly because I knew I had heard it before. And when I was listening to it, I was listening to it without exactly knowing. I think I was talking to you, Lisa. Yes. On, uh, as I was listening to it, because I was like, not entirely sure how much we'd delve into it. But uh, as it happens, we got a fan phone call on the new episode this week, too, right? So, yeah. Kind of, although it was not the same segment per se as it was calling a fan who won a Smile Train award. Yeah. That's what it was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a long time ago that he won so, finally being on. <clears throat> um, but I mean, it was it was funny that there was a callback to a fan phone call when it was part of the regular thing, and then there was one also in the in the current time. But uh, yeah, it in a way it felt more personal, even though the show now is in a different way more personal because it's in her own house and uh, they talk more about personal stuff maybe than they did back then. But it felt more fan connected, I guess, yes. because of that. But it was a smaller sort of thing, right? Like that was her, she said it was her fifth or like it was right near the beginning of the podcast, right? That's true. I think she even said, welcome to the fifth or sixth. Like she said the number at, mm-hmm. in the intro, I think, right? Am I correct there? I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah. I was curious, uh, these people that sent in emails, I wonder if they're still listeners of her show. And I wonder if they're re-listening to that episode going, hey, there's my question and like, where they are now, as far as did they solve any of these problems? Are they still reliving these things? It's like everything that James Gunn and Allison talked about, the sort of relationships of things would be kind of interesting to have those same people send in emails and have James Gunn on and like all the things that are going through right now would be an interesting show. Also well, hearing Gary. They're all voice, dead. So they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> they're all part of a shooting. Um, yeah. you got to me, Toby. <laughs> Um, through what? Messenger or whatever about hearing Gary's voice again. It was like, Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, Gary. Whoa, yeah. And I guess I've gotten so used to Jeff chiming in, although he doesn't mm-hmm. often chime in on the Monday episodes, but like, mm-hmm. I've gotten so used to hearing his voice that I was thrown by hearing Gary's voice and that, uh, it was weird because it felt weird at first when Gary was no longer on the show not hearing his voice. Yes. So I can, it's been long enough now that, uh, well, anyway, fuck him. So. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so James Gunn talked about the basics of a relationship. First of all, I actually really liked this interview and I don't know if I care for him per se, but I liked, I liked even what Allison said that he's very self-aware because he's gone to therapy. So whenever people talk about those kinds of things, I, my ears always perk up because I'm always looking to better myself. And I think, he, even if he's just spewing back something he heard in therapy, 
I still I'd like to hear it and talking about the basics of a relationship that whatever it is at the beginning, it's never going to change. And that's so true how we always I don't know what it is, but you just stay thinking like it's going to be different, you know, Mm -hmm. being in bad relationships. And I'm just like, oh, well, maybe it'll get better. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like hope. (laughs) And then just talking about being on the same page with a person is such a small thing, but makes so much sense to have the same kind of communication to feel things like show love the same way and receive love or at least know each other's love language. Like we've talked on other episodes, but he was talking about like, he's never going to do little things like filling up your gas and blah, blah, blah. Those kinds of little things that hurt her or his ex's dad did or something as she grew up. And those are all the little things that would be important to me, but they're not make or break a relationship. But those are the things that would make me swoon. Like if you did little things like that, I'd be like, Oh my God, he really loves me. But my dad never did that stuff for my mom. It was just something I always wanted. <laughs> and I'm trying to, you know, teach my kids to be that kind of thoughtful and caring. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that's James knows he's not that person and you can't keep dating someone for the potential of what they could be or what you hope them to be. So. But we all do. I, right. <laughs> Why is that? Why do we follow? I don't know. What do we follow? Is it, it's, is it our heart? Is it our other parts? What, what is it? No, yeah. Well, I think you meet someone and you, uh, you know, like you get talking with them or whatever and you, you just like, you're interested in something about them. And then when, when you feel like enamored by that, you uh, start to tune out the things that might be warning signs that you wouldn't be good. But then over time, those other things loom larger, maybe. And then all of a sudden, like, those other things are the only things. <laughs> like, oh, geez, I thought you were so cool. What happened? But really, you were focused on something much yeah. smaller than is the whole person. Probably. You're, yeah, you're focusing on the smoke screen of like newness and love or yeah. lust or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden the, the smoke clears and you're like, ugh. <laughs> but I've literally <Yeah>. like <laughs> tripped over, tripped over red flags and grabbed onto red flags to keep getting dragged by them to stay into a relationship. It's like, I don't know what my problem is. Um, that doesn't sound like you at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I just liked hearing. Somebody talk with clarity. Maybe he doesn't have the best relationships, but he's very clear on what he wants and what he doesn't want. And I, I like that in a, in a person. And I think when people, before people get into relationships, they should do compatibility tests. Like don't even like humor yourselves with a date. Like first do a compatibility test and see if you're on the same page. And then unless you're just going to the bone zone, of course I'm going to say that. <laughs> Why would you say that? Oh, anyway. Don't you think like a compatibility test would be awesome, even for friendships? Yeah. Or being friends on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Share if you agree. (laughs) So he also mentioned the five things that would keep him happy in life. And he actually, I think, said four. But then later we added another one. He said therapy, exercise, meditate and talk to a friend every single day. To do all those things. And then I think they were talking about eating healthy later. So maybe he added that later. But those really aren't that major of things. But if we all did took the time to do those things, something like a couple of times a week, those things, I feel like we would be so much happier 
in our lives. And it's silly that we don't. We play stupid games on our phones and like look at Twitter instead. And the yeah. book that he read, um, the, the how of happiness. I think I want to read this book. This sounds interesting. The fact that like 40% is like controllable. Everything else is just kind of like set for you. I think that's what he said. I might be flipping it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I have to say two, well, one of the worst things that he could have ever said besides the tweets was PG porn. I almost get Oh, yeah. <laughs> what kind of uh, waste of time <laughs> are we talking about here? <laughs> like the, t- the PG porn, the, what he's talking about is what I fast forward through. So I don't know how, maybe I should like not like blow my load right now and just like ask you guys how you feel about PG porn. <laughs> I think the point of PG porn is not blowing your load right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's more tantric. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Lauren, PG porn. Um, I'm not gonna seek it out. <laughs> I'm alright. No comment. Nope. <laughs> not seeking that out. Uh, Toby, obviously, I know you love PG porn. Yeah, that's right. I, I'm not in for the real thing. <laughs> I just like the tease, the idea of something happening. That's that's right. Just like, oh, it's coming. It's coming. Oh, no, no, just fixing <laughs> nope. the sink. Nobody's oh, coming. no, there it is. Not oh, one no, thing. Now she's leaving. Wow, that shirt was unbuttoned real low and nothing happened. How about that? It was a real nice top, though. Yeah, well, yeah. Forever 21. <laughs> so they got a phone call, right, on this one, too? Uh, Yeah, there was that's right. a 15 Will, year old guy. Will, that's uh, right. Will Will Dre's mm-hmm. or no? There were two. Will and some, I don't know. Whatever. My notes should yeah. be, but um, that's right. There were more emails, and it was the or no, he did call. God, oh my God, hello. I would lo- love to hear him back on the show. Like he was 15 then, right? And I'm trying to do math, <laughs> so he's 21 now, right? He's <laughs> I told you they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> Even him. <laughs> So I did my research, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just curious about that. And it was a PDG porn accident. <laughs> oh my god! It was a lot of uh, <laughs> Kool Aid. Okay. Um. Okay. The other thing they talked about was the color and number superstition thing. And it's always weird when I hear someone that seems to have it together and then all of a sudden they're like yes i had to trick myself with some some vitamins to have a good day it's like whoa that's insanity actually once again i shouldn't judge um lauren how do you feel about superstitious things like this um i don't think i do like anything superstitious anymore (laughs) oh Um, i used to have like when i was younger i had like kind of like ocd like the real kind, like the real kind with like, I had to do like certain things, but I, I don't have that anymore, luckily. So I'm, I don't try to involve superstition or things like that anymore. (laughs) Sorry, that was not like a funny answer at all, but no, no, I, I, but I don't. (laughs) But you having, have it for real because a lot of people will say it in passing like, Oh, I'm so OCD. And it's like, no, when you have it for real, it's debilitating and you can really, it could, your whole life could revolve around it. So it's, it's not, not cool. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, that was a weird word to use, but anyway, little Rafi, are you uh, counting numbers right now? Or <laughs> well, uh, it's funny you say juggling that. black cats. Uh, no, but I think when I was younger, I had it worse. But now I I've always had like a very 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 minor OCD tendencies. Like I never thought if I don't flip on the lights seven times that my mom's gonna die. But for sure, I always like count numbers and steps and stuff like that uh mm-hmm. obviously don't step on cracks and <laughs> things like that but it's gotten a lot better and uh <laughs> I, I do still like put things down in certain places and if they're moved it bothers me and my friends would purposely move my shit <gasps> oh. around to <laughs> fuck with me and it would annoy the hell out of me but uh yeah now I st- I just do mostly like counting of things but it's it's never gotten in the way of my like normal life. Yeah, I still have like little tiny things that I'll still do but I never had anything major but little things like when we used to have like the sparklets water bottle like it always had to be face like the label had to face forward or like really bother me but then I just started especially once you have kids you're just like I don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time to have OCD and have these like little quirks anymore. It's just like, eh. And like, you know, raising your hands up over train tracks. Now when I'm walking and I see cracks, I'm like, I'm going to step on these cracks. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I'll take all the black cats, please. Uh, that's why your life is going the way it is, Lisa. <laughs> don't go stepping on those cracks. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. My next birthday wish, you know who it's going to. <laughs> Oh no! I'm gonna start pulling Jeff? some eyelashes now. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jeff. Uh, Toby, are you su- are you superstitious? Uh, no, not particularly. But there are things like I'll do. Just it's more of like a time passing thing, sort of like if I'm walking down a long sidewalk or like for a long walk, I'll try to get all of my steps like like I don't avoid the cracks on the sidewalk particularly but I'll like say alright I want to step on all of the cracks with my right foot for you know or whatever like I'll do that kind of thing like playing little Uh, games yeah little games but not I wouldn't call them superstition or things like if I'm not paying attention or if I'm walking with someone I don't do that but it's more uh, like a time passer or perhaps yeah, uh, anxiety related like thing like yeah mm-hmm. just that kind of stuff but nothing like or i'll see a sign on the highway when i'm driving that's like this exit is 24 kilometers away and i'll look at the clock and try and guess and then you realize you're in canada you're like oh my god kilometers. <laughs> oh my god eh? <laughs> 24 kilometers <laughs> That's a long way. And then you have to try and think of it like what it's supposed to be. Like, what is that in miles? Like, how many miles is that? <laughs> yeah, but I never think that because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. Because you are the only ones that use miles still for some reason. <laughs> I know. Like, well, I mean, you just have to be right about everything. That's all. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, anything else from Monday before we move on? The one thing I had, uh, or I had a couple little notes here. First of all, he, James, at one point said the word midget, and that weirded me out. Yes! Okay. When he said that, I was like, oh. That's weird that that sticks out now, because it's so, like, 
It's like when Allison said retarded on a replay, yeah. where it was like, oh, it sounds so weird now, where before yeah. it was just normal. Uh, and the other thing was that kind of when he gave the guy, the the 15-year-old, the advice to, like, keep asking girls out uh, and always tell them how you're feeling. I didn't – that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I think that leads to that thing that people call nice guy syndrome mm-hmm. uh, where, like, if you – because he's like, oh, you know, if you get shot down, then it's like a thing in the karma bucket. And eventually someone will say yes. I'm like, but if they don't, that leads to guys feeling like they deserve something. And I think that ends up with those sort of, that can possibly end up with those like girl hating or the female hating guys that are like violently angry towards women because they're like, nobody likes me and all this stuff. It's like, well if all you're doing is asking at the girls and not working on yourself and thinking about what they might like, then that's a problem. I don't know. It just seemed a little broad stroke to me. It is. I think the thing you should do is always ask at the girl or always tell them that you like them, but like, why not? I feel like there's like a happy medium because yes, you want to be the person like that gets used to getting shot down, I guess, so that you have a thicker skin, but maybe you're not that kind of a person. Also, you're going to lose your friend because now she's going to know you like her, although she probably already does. But she and wants you to be in the friend zone in, for a right? reason. She would be talking to you about doing stuff with you <laughs> if yeah. she wanted to be with you. Yeah, that's, yeah. But yeah, I, it was yeah, I, good and bad. And I, like I said, we need to hear back from this guy. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, he's, he's dead. gone. He's dead. That's right. <laughs> Don't even try to find him on social media. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. At William R.I.P. <laughs> Name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, Thursday, we were her little coded, no, double coded Tim Tams sent in by Eliza Davies. Oh my God, really? Eliza Davies Cumberland. And we got to find out who is the carb czar, someone named Jess. I thought of you, Lisa. <sighs> Every time I'm like, is it me? Oh, wait, I don't know how to do a spreadsheet. <laughs> but I also like the fact that she, first of all, thought, oh, maybe I already did Eliza's. Uh, Kelly's had four. <laughs> yeah, I thought that the same thing, too. Well, and, was... yeah, I went back because I thought the Tim Tams sounded Yeah, familiar, I recognize but... Tim Tams. But I think there were, and I looked at all of my notes. I didn't see Tim Tams, but there was something else. Like, what's that Canadian thing? Tony Bits, something Bits. Tim Bits. Tim oh, that's what I was getting it mixed up with. Thank you. Okay. Tim Bits are donut holes. Tim Tams are an Australian. I've seen Tim Tams at my local world market. I don't have to go across the world to get the treats of uh the other countries. I don't know why I felt like I was on a commercial just now. Anyway, Eliza has not had one that I saw. And Jess is the carb czar, so I need to know. And also, Allison doesn't read the spreadsheet, so I could just send her a little <laughs> note. Hey, guess what? She's not. <laughs> She's never been on there before, but there's with someone that's had four. I'm not going to say who. <laughs> I'm not going to say who, friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> when when I heard this, uh, first of all, Tim Tam did sound familiar, so I'm surprised that it wasn't one before. Um, but I thought 
one, we need to get this girl on this show. And two, uh, she needs to CC us on this spreadsheet email because I want to see this. I am also interested in this kind of stupid Allison minutia. Um, uh, so if you like copies of my notes, um, <laughs> I've got yeah, every single one it. written down. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And, uh, I don't know. I feel like we can, I can like maybe figure out some kind of algorithm for best carbs. And then mm. I can just like, <laughs> game the system with this spreadsheet. As I was looking through, I saw besides being, um, alert, alliterative, what did I see? Like lots of like butter and what was the other thing? Creamed. No. Canadian. <laughs> 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 there was a couple of things where I'm like, as soon as I heard mine read, I was like, Lisa's going to be so mad. <laughs> totally. One time, Lisa, I saw that you sent one and I was like, I'm not even going to send one because I don't want to beat Lisa out. <laughs> I should wait until like 10 minutes after give everyone a chance to not feel guilty. You know, now I'm going to actually just feel maybe, first of all, I feel like Becky Milliner. <laughs> Poor, Poor soul. I mean, she did get her name read. I, I, I finally. I like, but... I like her carb every time. I always heart it. <laughs> okay, sex. how about this? Next week, everyone puts just put Becky Milliner's choice <laughs> as your. What is carb. it? Butterscotch haystacks. Yes, but just put her <laughs> name. So whatever Becky Milliner said. What Becky Milliner said. Yes. <laughs> Didn't we look up butterscotch haystacks when you were here, Lauren? We might have. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, the end of the night was a, t- a tad hazy. Uh-huh. Tad yeah. Hazy. Um. Yeah. I've anyway. made something like those before. Yeah. Once that. I heard it, I thought, okay, it's a little different than what I expected, but it's something like those muddy buddies, like from Chex Mix, something like that. Gross. I think. Oh, it's like <laughs> muddy oh, buddies. It's like that. I just made muddy buddies in the toilet. Oh wait, no, I did not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I'm editing. This is Colonel's. I think his this, sister and... has a muddy buddy. Oh. Or two. <laughs> oh my God, it was a full on snort on that, that one. That is an anal sex <laughs> reference. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know besides you and Trice and I, and the and fact it... that I say it every time. <laughs> anal Edit comes me up, saying like, oh. that out. No, heck no. I'll leave me yelling Georgie if I can leave your muddy buddy comments about my sister. Why are you dating her too now? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Just to get dirt on me. <laughs> oh, because you want, because well, you like mind. a muddy buddy. Duh. <laughs> uh, trash only so her anal sex. Hmm. Two birds, one stone. <laughs> well, this is not PG porn anymore, is it? All right. Um, Okay, how do you feel about these people with their extreme greetings? Uh, Lauren. Wait, what? People with extreme greetings? People that greet you in an extreme way where they're like, well, they <gasps> oh! all have their different versions <laughs> of it, but. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I feel I like love... when I met you, there was extreme greetings between both of us because we were both very excited, but I think that has its place. Yeah. If I did oh, yeah, that like, say not to every... like your husband or your friend, they'd be like, dude. <laughs> yeah, like not every day and like not at work. I don't, I don't like that at work because it's just really 
really obviously like fake, you know? Yeah. The there's Um, my guy and there's my girl is like, so you don't know my name or you're already drunk. What's the deal? (laughs) Yeah. Rafi, Um, I know you're big on extreme uh, greetings. (laughs) Yeah. um, No, Uh, I hate whenever, you know, I even hate, seeing the same person at work two days in a row i mean i see the same people every day at work but still i'm like i just fucking saw you don't fucking look at me don't talk to me why are you speaking it makes me furious i'm like i saw you 20 hours ago stop talking to me and, you have to uh, just have the same obligatory, like, hey, how's it going? Yes. Oh, my people... God, Rafi, I wish I worked with you. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like, hey, what's up, man? And I'm like, oh, how's it going? Oh. I try to do it like the <laughs> like the most monotone, dead, unhappy-to-be-alive voice that I can muster. I go, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I can't, even, my I can't even do it right now. <laughs> But I just say, hey, how's it going? But with the, the least amount of emotion in my voice that I can muster. I hate it. I think we may have heard that before. Toby? Uh, I don't know. My job has so much, like, uh, instant customer uh, service. Oh, I thought you were going to say hand pleasing jobs. people. <laughs> so many hand jobs. <laughs> the hand job greeting is much better than the extreme one. That's, that's right. And job greeting. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Just start jerking them off. Well, hello. Well, that, that means hello, doesn't it? It's like a uh, Canadian thing. Yeah. The... <laughs> a backwards. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, an urban dictionary know. thing of some sort. Sorry. Um, how do you feel about them? They suck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the alcohol is getting to my head. I apologize. <laughs> Oh my god. Or it's the heat. Yeah, we'll get back to the heat. By the way, uh, Toby, what is the temperature where you're at right now? Just so I can live vicariously through you. Uh, I think it's like 20 Celsius, which is... <laughs> Please! <laughs> In normal speak. Is that In 100? normal speak. No. <laughs> 100 would be like 35 Celsius. So it is... Oh, so it's like similar to what it is here? Uh, I would say it's probably 70. Oh. Okay. Whatever. Just checking. I, this is hard hitting for everybody. Maybe it's 69. Would that make you feel better? <laughs> Actually, according to Siri, there you go, Raffi. 20 Celsius is 68 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, uh, wow. darn. Good One job, degree Toby. off from a really bad time. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So. No, I'm not going to talk about that. All right, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hidden Bite Henry's. Allison's dreams are hilarious, and I like that it's uh, a big part of the show, but could any of you have guessed what that was as they were going along? No, and also <laughs> it's totally already a thing. <laughs> yes. They're like, like a... it's like what everything else has been done except for in a muffin. It's like, so a, a muffin with filling? <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> It's like, 
No, it's a muffin, but when you bite into it, there's a fruit filling. It's like, that's, a, <laughs> that's like literally, <laughs> they serve that at every like donut or coffee shop here. So I it's like know. a lesser cupcake that's filled. <laughs> I, I love how excited she was about it, though. Like, wait till you guys hear this. Yeah. yeah. And I really what? did think it was going to be an invention, like something yeah. that's going to change the world. And everybody else's responses were hilarious. The, uh, extra bites or whatever it was just yeah. random ones with the oh henry bar which of course we have to talk about oh henry bar. just one second and that's it but um every one of them they were funny guesses they're all i love demi being on again by the way and yes he's such a, he's so witty and i like that he just can come up with some like really funny things right off the top of his head and renee was funny and i like i don't know i like that uh dynamic a lot yeah mm-hmm. it good. but hidden bite henry's they did come up with like some actual re- decent ideas though. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from the filled <laughs> muffin that's already something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the funny thing is like if she invented, like if she had a muffin delivery, the thing where the like top tells you what's inside or something, Larry. like if you put a raspberry on it and right. uh, it was filled with raspberry jam or something. I think that if she like created a website that delivered those to your house, she absolutely would make a lot of money. But if she's thinking of just like marketing them to a coffee shop or something, then I think they already have that. <laughs> like laugh and point at every single thing in the case already. Yeah. Um, also, the name is super unappetizing. Yeah. <laughs> hidden, hidden bite Henry's. <laughs> yeah. My also, brain totally went to O Henry as well. Yes. Like, that they were some sort of. Oh, Henry-based snack. Yeah. She's not going to wear her bra while she walks around the streets. Right, Ruffy? That's right. Yeah. Um, but also, Filled Muffin, not my sister's nickname. <laughs> <laughs> God. I love how funny I think it is. <laughs> I'm going to have to, like, listen to some back episodes and find out oh, what's... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she likes anal. She likes anal <laughs> and has begged for it for many people. Oh. <laughs> that have shared that. Separate occasions have told me this item. Up people from. tell you. Yeah. Well, because we were like really good friends and they'd be like, wow, she was like really wanting this thing. I'm <laughs> like, oh. oh. And then like after I heard it from multiple people that are not friends with each other, I'm like, okay. Wow. Very cool. My couch. Uh, that she slept on many times, we started calling it DNA Couch, and that was its nickname until we got rid oh, of it. Wow. Yeah. Cool, huh? Sorry. Don't uh, <laughs> kink shame. I won't. <laughs> well, too late. <laughs> hey, I mentioned DP in a positive way. Yes, we're very sex positive on this show. Thank you. All right. So, engaging engaging with tweets... I feel like Allison is hilarious because she'll engage with people that she thinks, oh, this is fine. We'll go down this road. And then it turns out to be something totally different than she ever expected. Like, you think you're going to have this nice, normal conversation with someone on Twitter. And then it turns into, like, <laughs> this insanity where it's just like, first of all, the, the guy, I don't know if I heard it wrong, but it sounded like he was had conflicting points of view as far as people that, like, you hate private school but you had a horrible experience with public school so like what are you exactly saying i didn't really know what he like what was he trying to get from her 
it was very strange. I wonder if he resented people who went to private school because he thought that they had a better time when he was in uh, public school and hating it. Right. Like, if only I could go to private school, but my parents can't afford that. And like, but I worked at a private school, and a lot of the people there, the parents aren't rich or what you know. I don't yeah, think it's my as... kids go to a private school. Um, we get assistance. Ooh la la. <laughs> but i mean there's avenues if you want your kid to have a good you know education but some places you can the public schools are great so i don't know what the wild muslim situation that they have going on but um just yeah Yeah. he just sounded like he was yeah like racist and i don't even know but he was trying to like oh you like I don't know, it was like he was trying to catch her in a lie or something. I was like, I don't even right. know. He thought she was lying that she didn't like private school, which yeah, like why would you lie about that? And it was it her choice? Like I'm sure her parents decided. It's not like you really have a choice usually you know what schools you go to. It's like, all right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was weird, but also the engaging with Twitter. I luckily don't have a lot of situations like that. And it's one thing I was really worried about on Twitter because I would see all the stuff that other people had to deal with. But I think my feed is so much just a lot of Allison people that aren't like that. So I don't really have to have that confrontation with people. Um, but I wonder, like, how you guys feel about engaging with people on Twitter as far as, like, shining a light on it or just ignoring it or trying to, like, oh, let's have a conversation. Lauren. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm like, I'll um, just say someone's name. <laughs> yeah. You guys are all trying to be you polite. Feel people. Lauren. <laughs> Kelly, Hi. are you there? Yes, thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I don't, I don't get into like arguments on on Twitter, and I don't, you know, have people tweeting stuff like that at me. So I guess I don't really, I I don't know. I can't really. Say, well, like I recently I tweeted something about um, like Bobby how Hitler. people. Oh, <laughs> what did I say I said something like oh because I was like really upset because I found out that like a close friend of mine keeps like a a whole lot of guns at her (laughs) at her house oh I remember that tweet I saw that yeah so like I I tweeted like you know why does why do people feel safe with with guns in their home where their children live and you know I don't have any guns and I almost never lock my door and I feel you know, perfectly safe. And then somebody like about as negative as I ever got was like someone tweeted at me like, Hey, I live in Florida and I don't think it's a very good idea to say that you're unarmed and unlocked and like be safe. And I don't know. I didn't take it down though. I was like, fuck you. Like, I mean, I don't not like fuck you, but like, just like I'm leaving it there. Like, but uh and and one time I retweeted a Michael Ian Black tweet about about um I think it was also having to do with guns and there was like kind of like a heated discussion <laughs> from oh, my God. retweet, so I just like untweeted it. <laughs> like, Please get my name out of here. I hate this. So yeah, I wouldn't engage if I I I'm out. I don't want any of that. Yeah, I don't know what people think that they're going to get out of it because you're not really going to change anybody's mind. I've rarely seen a thread 
where all of a sudden two people are on two different pages and then they like get along. And I have seen it maybe twice and you'll see like someone else tweet like, wow, you guys are so adult about that conversation. Yeah. Like that was so weird. Um, but in general, people think what they think and that's all that's going to, that's right. all that's going to be had. So I have a lot of point of views about things, but I'm not going to like be tweeting it all the time because I know that half the people aren't going to agree with it. So <laughs> it's just like in that kind of stuff, like you were saying, like you, when you start getting notifications of something's like going back and forth and your name's connected to it, you're just like, Oh my God, I don't want any part of this. Like, <laughs> it's stressful. Yes. I don't like it. And I, there's been a few times like when Trump was, was, uh, became president, there were a few like threads that I became not a part of, but like there was, like I commented on a couple of things or whatever and, and nothing really negative came back to me. But then I just had that as soon as I tweet, tweeted it, I was just like, Oh God, like now you're involved in it. And like, Oh God. Yes. And there's plenty of people to support them. Just like any, just like our stupid neighbor, there's always an enabler that's going to make this behavior. Okay. So right. whatever you tweet, is not going to change anything, but at least people know your opinion, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Toby, what do you feel about, the whole Twitter engaging thing. I deleted my Twitter app from my phone, so I'm barely ever on Twitter anymore because I hate it so much. Oh, I'm glad I contacted you there today to tell you it would be like this. <laughs> that, yeah, I was so, so, so busy today too that I didn't even like <laughs> go on. I didn't go on my phone or any social media on uh, my computer pretty much all day. So. What about you, little Rafi? I am like on the verge uh of deleting everything. I feel like uh it's not good. It's a waste of time like they said. There are other things that you could be doing. But then they started talking about how like well, if you do something else, like isn't that also just like filling up that time? So like I thought I thought about like I'm trying to read a book every month. And I right. was like instead of being on Twitter reading stupid Twitter, I could read a stupid book. And then, <laughs> but then I was like, isn't that the same kind of, which yes and no. Um, it's, I think it's the same as watching a movie. Not that, sorry. Wow. I thought that purpose was going to be quieter. <clears throat> Not the same I as. I didn't hear it. Okay, good. Twitter. It's the I same, think, as, <laughs> same as. Same as. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Twitter, it's not necessarily like you're enriching your mind or escaping at all, which I think is what books and movies do. Twitter is just literally a waste of time unless you use it in the right way. And I think this is the problem when, of course, with Allison, I mean, she's obviously addicted to it like a lot of people. And maybe when you have a lot of followers, you get more addicted mm -hmm. to that. But I just keep it in check as far as like, I don't have any notifications on. I go on it when I want to, and I barely go on the newsfeed. I literally just communicate with Allison people, talk about ARI, YMBF, talk about my space alien guy. And then I'm like, out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the same with Facebook. I don't go, I rarely will scroll through any of like the feed ever. Cause I'm not going to see anything interesting or that I want to see. And I just use it for good instead of for evil. <laughs> And wasting my time. And I would rather read a book. I don't think that that's wasting time. But it is funny that, and this is a JMO actually that I was going to send in because I went to a kid's birthday party and the kids were off playing. So all the parents are sitting there. I don't know anybody. So I brought a book. Everybody's on their phones and I brought a book and I felt like I was being rude. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Everybody else was like 
on their phones, you know, doing whatever they're doing. Right, and I was right. reading, I was like, I feel like this is so like antisocial. <laughs> it's like the same thing though, but yeah. 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 But it just felt weird. It's like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and read my book because that's what I want to do. But there was a time before books when people were like, oh, you just got your nose in a book and you're not paying attention to life. So there was a time that that, that was a thing. Now it's like you're smarter if you're reading books. So I don't know. Anyway, letting Twitter conquer you instead, take control, people. It's like the people that are like, there's uh, uh liquor stores on every corner and there's a huge alcoholic epidemic. It's like, go, don't go in there. <laughs> that's easy so anyway so we had our fan phone call Todd Campbell I he was probably a little bit nervous and I think I followed him on Twitter I'm not sure but he seems like a really good guy and it would have been nice if I knew he was in Seattle I could have met with him um my neighbor actually never mind. um but it was very exciting to have a fan phone call back on again. And I hope he doesn't feel ripped off that like other people can call in without having to pay. But I think, uh, he got a lot of time and yeah. he also, I mean, donated a kidney just to a stranger like that kind of stuff. Uh, I didn't really know people were out there that did that. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. My kidney's been hurting all week because I drank way too much last weekend. So there's no way. Oh, my God. Your kidney actually hurts? <sighs> yeah. I've had that before where it just starts hurting. And I really didn't drink that much. But, um, yeah, now it's been hurting all week. And so, also, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. But I'm also a hypochondriac. If you don't know what that is, look that up. Um, but when people talk about things like that, then I start oh, feeling yeah. pain. And then hyper is you don't think anything's wrong with you. And I'm just like, everything's cool. So, um, yeah, I have both those things. So I'm like, I never need to go to the doctor. I'm fine. And then as soon as I'm like talking about donating blood, I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm a heart attack. Like all these things are, I can't breathe. Yeah. So, yeah, hospitals and doctor's offices, not great. But, I mean, who likes to go to those things? What did you guys think about Todd? I thought it was sweet. Yeah, he seems like a super nice guy. I I know I've thought about donating a kidney before, but I've, I I <laughs> this is my low self-esteem, but I was like no one wants my organs. My organs oh. are like D oh students. God. Like they're fucking low grade. Like you'd be like, "Really? This is the one you give me?" Like they I feel like I would... they're like there's like 10 years of old pizza in here. Yeah, like if someone was like on the registry they would, they would decline my organs. <laughs> They'd be like, no thanks. I had that feeling of if I ever donated anything, that's when the doctor's gonna be like, so here's the deal. You, you have five minutes to live or whatever. Like that's when they're gonna find like a major problem. Um, and I just don't, I never really thought about just doing that out of just the kindness of your heart and time because it's not like, you, it's not like as easy as he was saying, maybe, but you're still down. It's downtime because you just want to give one of your organs away to somebody. I mean, that's like, that's really major. Yeah, like you, you will have to like take time off of work and everything for yeah. that. Yeah. And it's not like it's not painful and whatever. I don't know. It just sounded like he was a, a very giving person. And the whole yeah. bone marrow thing, like even that talk, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to like pass out pumping yourself full of marrow so you feel like heavy heavy boned oh 
but yeah, more power to him. I think that's kind of, uh, that's very giving. And Todd, if you want to be on the show, ignore the comment I made in the beginning. <laughs> sound awesome. <laughs> My next door neighbor works for Blizzard, which he mentioned, and, um, and he's very cool. Very good friend of ours. <laughs> so in other words, we pretty much know each other. <laughs> okay. All right. Do any of you have anything else? I didn't take a lot of notes for Thursday. I don't know why, because they kind of like talked a lot about like one thing for a long time. Uh, Lauren, anything else from Thursday? Um, I really, <laughs> I really liked it that they played the jo- Dr. Drew um, hanging up the phone <laughs> thing again. <laughs> I love that so much. So good. Um, oh, and I also got worried, like Demi, about if you donate a kidney. Would you have to pee all the time? Because, like, you know, Lisa, I have to pee a lot already. And I got, I was, like, you know, worried about that because I thought, oh, maybe I could do that one day. And I really uh, didn't think it would be that. I thought, that's the bladder. And he said, oh, no, I kind of do. It's like, oh, well, (laughs) never mind. Yeah, that's the thing that that worries me about it. But, um, But, yeah, Dr. Drew hanging up the phone. I always love that. So, yeah, that's pretty priceless. Or he knows that he's a drop now. <laughs> or he even did that. Oh, that's so good. Toby, anything else? Uh, no, same thing. I sort of thought about, I've thought about donating a kidney before, but, uh, part of it for me is now that I have kids, if they mm-hmm. needed one and yes. I had donated one to a stranger, I'm kind of like, oh shit, sorry. Oh my God, that's I helped true. out a stranger, I'm but I can't help that either. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because they mentioned, like, what if you need it? It's like, oh, you get to the top of the list. Okay, that's still, like, a deal, but, like, okay. I do like the idea that you get front of the line for certain things, like military gets discounts. Like, you should, if you just have the kindness of your heart donating stuff, you should probably get some benefits. Yeah. A little roughy? Uh, Nothing other than if you have one kidney, does that make you more likely to have kidney stones? And when you're at the circus... Someone walking the high wire could have a dangerous fall. Think about it before you go donating organs. That's your worry? The high wire? Yeah, I mean, you're dating a gymnast. She invites you to see her brother on some fucking tightrope. It's, you gotta think about these things. Think ahead. Uh, I was gonna just rattle off their names, the great whatevers, but I can't remember. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, (laughs) we're not that big a fan. Um, I didn't pick a JMO because they didn't do any on Monday. So did anybody pick a JMO? Nope. To talk about? Well, I, I liked two JMOs, which. Oh, perfect. Oh, wait, hold on. All right. So let's talk about JMOs then. Lauren, do you have any JMOs? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brendan said, uh, like that sometimes there's a movie that you own and then you stream it anyway. Oh yeah. Because it's just easier. And it's like, yes, definitely. Also, <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm the ultimate in that kind of lazy kind of stuff. But also, there are a lot of movies that I'd be so excited if they just happen to be on, which we don't really have that now because you stream pretty much everything. But if it just happened to be on cable and it's like, yes. Yeah. I'd be so excited, but it could be something I already own, but I don't want to pick it. I want it to just pop out of nowhere and be like, yes, I want to watch this movie. <laughs> but yeah, I have that thing of like, I don't really want to, it's a whole other thing to put the DVD in. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> it's a different remote. I don't know. It's just a lot. But uh, my son's been really getting into watch. Well, we were out of internet for a week and a half. 
So we were really roughing it and having to watch all of our DVDs. But now he's like into watching all of them and just like takes the extra step to do all of them. Like, all right, Aww. that's cool. Whatever. I went through a phase where I went to the local library and rented DVDs. Oh, same. Uh, and it forced me, me to too. watch like older movies and stuff. And I, it, it made me ca- catch up on a lot of classics that I've, heard about or know the bulk of the plot about, but haven't never actually seen. Uh, so that was fun. But uh, like all things that I try to do, like exercise or anything or por- like that. Or watching I, porn at the library. Watching porn at the library, all those things fade away. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lauren, you had another JMO. Let's talk about that. Or to- First, Toby, did you pick a JMO or no? I really intended to. But... No, that's okay. Uh, Lauren, Here, you, can have you, this pick, one, you picked our two JMOs. <laughs> Lauren, you picked our two JMOs that we'll talk about. So what's the second one that, that spoke to you? Um, it was Ray Morgan. And he said how, like, <laughs> like you get an appetizer and it's – I don't remember how he said it, but it's he like – He said, what's it's the deal with you... appetizers? Yeah, he was like well... – <laughs> um, I agree yeah, with like, that. And yeah. it is funny because now, especially the ladies, we're always like, let's share a couple appetizers. Like, you don't really have a whole thing anymore. And it really is, you're full by the time food comes. So, what do they yeah. call an unappetizer? Yeah. But, yeah, I guess, like, I never thought about that. And, like, now I'm going to think about it like that. Like, okay, this is, like, what, to make you more hungry. Right. They should just put, like... Yeah, never mind. Oh, I don't know what I was going to say. Uh, it's I think funny. they used to be small things. Like yes. Sometimes now you see appetizers like it's like plate of nachos. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> The sampler platter. Yeah, it went, and it's so funny because it went so far that way that now when an actual appetizer comes in, it's like a small samosa or two. And you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a plate of food. Shoved it in my face. <laughs> I want to be totally full and having to roll me out of here by the time I'm done. Exactly. I want to pay $6 and get all the food. (laughs) (laughs) I want to have a real muddy buddy at the end of this. All right. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not the meaning that Rafi was speaking of, but whatever. Okay. Let's end it on muddy buddy, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) If you want to be on this super duper show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast and follow me on the, the, the evil Twitter at jmos and bffs. Lil Rafi, where can we find you? You can delete your app. You, yeah, maybe you can follow me on RMC Guitars at RMC Guitars on Twitter, unless I've deleted my account, which could happen any day now. All right. Get in there before he deletes it. Lauren, where can we find you? Um, I'm at Lauren2by2 on Twitter and Instagram for now. Also known as Satchels of Gold. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kelly. Shout out to you, Kelly. It really is going to blow my mind with the two of you on. I'm just going to have to say like one and two. I don't know. Uh, Toby, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at jtobiasm on Twitter and Instagram, but I'm trying not to use them, so look up Lost Property on SoundCloud. That's me. Speaking of SoundCloud, shoot, now I'm going to forget her name. Laura Pringle? 
Last name Pringle. She's been liking a lot of our tracks and listening, so she's a new listener, and I would love to hear from her. Uh, maybe be on the show, Mrs. Pringle or Miss. Also, there's a user with a bunch of numbers. I don't know who this person is, but they like every single track. And um, welcome. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, or whatever your number is. <laughs> and uh, let's see. There's someone in France and Ireland. That could have been Tim Ortez, because I know he's a traveler. But uh, anyway, shout out to them. And, and can I? Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> can I say I highly recommend uh, Toby's music on SoundCloud. I listen to it all the time. Lost Property. It's great. I just wrote it down because I'm like, I, he said it many times and I have yet to. So, um, you're going to love it. Is it okay to use it for the show? Sure. Okay. Anyway, um, well, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much. Uh, BFFs, I love you. Thank you and good night. Mm-hmm.